Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Chris. Hey, Wendell. It's that time. What time is that? Wendell in the Wild Time. time. Yay! (laughs) I'm Wendell Waters. I'm Chris Stevens. Welcome to Wendell in the Wild. We had an interesting adventure with none other than... Police Chief. James Ryder. A local police chief, James Ryder. Yes, it was awesome. Yes, Boxford Police Chief James Ryder, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, has become somewhat of a turtle expert. Yeah, sort of just a, a local nature or naturalist really yes. i mean because he knew turtles but he also knew a lot about the snakes he sure did yeah right yes uh, much to some people's chagrin yeah. but <laughs> i thought it was fine i didn't scream like a girl or anything <laughs> <laughs> not that it's screaming like a girl is i know you can't say that anymore <laughs> so so chief Ryder, uh he's uh the police chief of boxford has been stomping around in boxford state forest for his whole life which was really interesting because i also didn't know there was a boxford state forest there is a Boxford State Forest. That's so for right. those of you that don't know that. <laughs> and so when we were talking about finding somebody to talk about turtles, Kathy Zola over at Boxford Police immediately said, oh, you got to talk to Chief Ryder. He's the expert on all things turtle. So Chris and I went out to a spot in Boxford State Forest with Chief Ryder, a spot that he used to go to as a kid. There are quarries out there. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. It's a beautiful spot. Oof. It wasn't always like that, though. No. It had been blasted for missile silos that were never Nike built. missile silos. Right? I cannot believe. I know. I don't know why it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that there was going to be a Nike missile silo in Boxford. <laughs> in Boxford. <laughs> yeah. It just seems yeah. very odd to me. <laughs> yes. and But they never constructed them. No. And so, as Chief Ryder says in the podcast, uh, listeners will hear that shortly, nature takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Nature there, reclaimed the land. There are there are these quarries and there are turtles and frogs and uh, high bush blueberries and low bush blueberries yep. and all kinds of trees. And it's, it's, it's really quite stunning. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. they spend a lot of time there as kids. That's right. And one of the things that struck me about it was where I grew up, my favorite place to go as a kid, which was right behind our house, was a fast flowing brook. Nice. And a little wild area, and there was just an amazing array of wildlife and plants in there. Um, and they culverted the brook uh, uh, because a school needed a new playing field, oh. and that is—it's totally gone now. Oh wow! All of the wildlife, everything—it's all gone. I don't know. The last time I was up to to where I grew up, it was still there, but that was a long time ago, so I don't know. But I—I I would think it was a pretty significant stream that flowed across the street from our house and it went down through the woods. We would follow it from, you could pick it up at the corner of the road and we would follow it through the woods down to what we called state land. Mm -hmm. It was a ginormous field and it was owned by the state. We were not very creative children, hence the name state land. (laughs) And it was off a dirt road. And if you walked all the way through that field, there was a little path. It was probably an old logging path, maybe, or maybe it was something the kids, we kids just made as, as trolling through the woods. It went out to a pond 
And so that was a favorite place to go skating and to look for pollywog eggs and nice. to look for turtles and snakes and all those good things. My mother, when we were really little, would take us down there for picnics and stuff. I suspect that pond is now somebody's backyard because I know that they built up that area, okay. but not significantly. It's still it's still rural New Hampshire. It's still you're still right. out in the middle of nowhere. They put houses in there, but they didn't put a development in there. Okay, so like people bought like either acre or half acre parcels and built their own homes. And I remember walk, I remember seeing a driveway that was just a bit down the street from the field and thinking, if you follow that straight up, that would take you to the pond. That's where the pond is. Okay. And I was like, I bet that's somebody's backyard and what a beautiful backyard that would be. Right? I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It would be really awesome. So I hope that they didn't like drain it or put a swimming pool in instead. I, I would hope that it's still there, but right. I don't know. Right. Maybe I'll go sneak around somebody's backyard. So Why not? Check the New Hampshire police reports <laughs> and see if I get arrested or anything. I'll be like, seriously, I used to live here when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's fortunate. That, he is very uh, fortunate that you know, it's still there and still accessible. It's still there. In fact, it's it's better now because back in the day, yeah. you could drive a car up there. Yep. And now you can't. Yeah. Because yeah, because it is a very wide. Yeah. The initial path going in there going is in very there. wide. Yes, yeah. exactly. And the chief has a lot of funny stories about... You know, growing up there and what they used to do as kids and hanging out at the quarry, hanging out at the quarry. The ice cream truck is probably one that of the was better hilarious. ones. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Somebody drove an ice cream truck up there, jumped it off the ledge into the into, into the pond, and they they knew it when all the when all the ice cream started floating to the top. That was yeah. when the, that was sort of the giveaway. That, yeah, but isn't yeah. that just the stupid kind of thing that kids would it do? Sure it is. Yeah, totally that's is right. Stupid thing. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. could see the kids I grew up with totally doing that. Oh, absolutely. Not me, of course, I was a good kid. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah. No, I never did anything. <laughs> See the little halo over exactly. my head here? <laughs> so, so let's take you on a little bit of a trip, listeners, with Boxford Police Chief James Ryder into um, Boxford State Forest. 25, 30, 40 kids swimming around here and floating around. Right. Right. What you did in the woods of Boxford. When you were growing up. Yeah. Growing yeah. Up and it was, yeah, you would have 25 mini bikes parked over here and that's what we did. We got here in all different directions. <laughs> and you would also, you would have Boxford kids, Middleton kids, North Andover kids. Okay, yeah. We're actually on the Middleton-North Andover line. The Boxford line is right over through the woods. So you would have kids from all three communities. They were just out here enjoying the water. And what sorts of critters did you see when you were out here swimming in the water? Snapping turtles, water snakes, painted turtles. And that's the main thing you'd see just swimming around as you're moving around. But And then as you're walking around, you'd see different types of water snakes, black racers. Black racers. Those, none of those are dangerous, right? Nope. No, nah, but the black racers, they're large snakes, same with the water snake. And hopefully when we move next door, we can see them because there's a lot more over at the other quarry. So they're a little bit scary, probably. They kind of grab you a little bit, but it's <laughs> growing up in town and you're used to it because we spent our time in the woods. There's a painted turtle right there. It just went down. Oh, oh yeah, you yes. can see the rings. So right. it just dropped down over there. Right. So just wondering what we're doing out here today. So we're looking the, for him. Yeah. What about the snapping turtles? Do you guys you have to worry about them? Would they... Not really. Was well, there one right over there? Something yeah. over here. There's, there's something else bubbling here. around over there. It almost looks like there's a shell right yeah, there. Of... Or is it a rock? Either one, whatever, something bubbled up right over there. But yeah, the snapping yeah. turtles, they have the ability just to put their nose above the water if they want to, so they don't have to show much shell of anything. Right, right. 
get a quick breath and then go back into the water. Now you weren't worried about the snapping turtles when you were swimming in here? No, they're more scared of you than you are of them. They just eyeball you and move on. I suppose you got 50 kids in here swimming. Exactly, yeah. so they're they like, we're out of here. They move away and yeah. they could just sit on the bottom for you know an hour, give or take. Right. And they just go about their business. I didn't know that they could stay underwater yeah, that long. Yeah, like hour to an I was hour they could stay Wow. Well, you figure they obviously have the lung capacity to hibernate all winter, so. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. Well, their metabolism they, slows down. Right, if they want to just go and sit for a period of time and do nothing, they yeah. hold their breath for a good long time. So this hasn't changed too much since you were just a kid. the trees have grown up. The trees have grown up. That's it, because this was all, as I said, you could stand here and you could look all the way back to where we parked. And then you look through the quarry out towards Bald Hill. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, there's a little more trash, a little more graffiti. A little more graffiti. People don't understand that you should carry in and carry out. Put the missile base in there. That was it. They just moved on. So they blasted it, never put the missile base in. It was clear. It was all rock. This was clear. As I said, you could stand and here. all of this. All the way over the other quarry, which is over there. Wow. And you could see all the way the whole... If you look out to not even those trees because those are smaller, yeah, to the actual large forest type trees, yeah, that's where the distance was. So it was wow. all open and it was all rock about this big. And now it's all nature takes back over. Yes. Probably for the ice cream truck, it jumped off. So here is it still in there? Or did no, they, the they ice cream truck. Out. <laughs> they had hauled out the car. So they they jumped it off here and there was ice cream floating. It just floats. Yeah, it was just the yeah, empty. <laughs> The wrappers, obviously, everything else and melted. And that's what it was. That's, that's what you find. You'd see cars out here on a regular basis. Kids do the darndest thing. We'd be able to get all around. The only car that's left out here is about half a mile into the woods. Okay. We actually, as kids, we pulled up on our mini bikes. The car was on its roof, but it was still running, so the tires were still spinning. <laughs> then it finally, it's just still sitting out there in the woods. Oh, wow. Somebody just abandoned it? It was either stolen or whatever else, and they drove it out in the woods and dumped it. Wow. It's still there. It's the remains of like a 1972 Ford wagon. <laughs> now, you end up coming across quite a few turtles, especially snappers, on the roads in Boxford, don't yep. you? Yep. This is the time of year they start moving around, and it's, you know, I do my best to get them out of the way. The snapping turtles, you got to keep an eye out, but for the most part, they if you control the rear end of them. Yep. And what I use I, for the larger ones, I have a traffic cone in the back of my car, which yep. I put on their tail end and give them a little bump in the right direction as I move them across the street. Oh, that's a good idea. And the smaller ones you can still grab, but the ones that seem to be the most angry at times are the juvenile ones that are probably like six to eight inches. Yep. Because they still have the ability to kind of spin themselves around. Yes. And they're at the age good group point. where they're a little more temperamental. When they so get like teens, those are the ones you watch out for the most. When they get bigger, yeah, they move in a little bit slower. Right, they don't move, and they they've somewhat lived long enough so they understand where they live in society. So right. But the main thing is people just got to be careful. Yeah, and because you, you don't want to be in front of them because their neck is pretty. And even I was talking to a gentleman last night that his dog went up and sniffed one and got a chunk of its nose. Oh. So yeah. It's just got to be careful. Yeah, but they they're, do some damage. They're moving going. from yeah. one spot to the next, and that's what they're doing for the most part. You know, they go along the ponds, and they take out, you know, if any type of animal passes away in there, that's what they clean up. So okay. they're beneficial to the wildlife, okay. and they, okay. they clean up anything else, like a crayfish or whatever. Oh, they okay. Take a fish or frog. Yeah. So in addition to eating live prey, they'll eat 
Yeah, they're Jets. just free. Whenever they find, they'll okay. eat for the most part. Wow. Okay. You know, as a kid, we would toss hot dogs in. And we'd feed you hot didn't. Dogs. <laughs> yeah. We used to camp at a friend of mine's property along Fish Brook, and you would see the snapping turtle pop up every now and then. You just toss chunks of hot dog into them. They seem to enjoy it. So you're kind of fortunate, Chief, in that some of the places that you used to hang out at when you were a kid are still here yeah, and still... Bald Hill, Boy Scout Park. I'm not sure if at some point in time we may commandeer a couple of kayaks. We can go out in the mill pond and see if we can catch some turtles out there. Because there's just like some mud flats out there. You can pull right up to them. Oh, okay. Put your, if you can't grab one, just put your net right underneath it and scoop them right up. And that sound means it's time for events. Events. We're going to let you know a few things that are going on in our area that you guys might want to get out and enjoy. I was just poking around at the Essex County Greenbelt site. Mm -hmm. They have a quarry walk in Dogtown in Gloucester that's coming up on August 15th. You can learn more about that at ecga.org. They also have a Beverly Commons trail run that's coming that's coming up. On, that's on August 24th. Nice. And there are a couple different options for running. Awesome. Um, you can always do island hopping out of Salem, over in Salem Sound. Um, go to EssexHeritage.org. There's the Misery Island Castaway Tour, and there are the island hops. Well, they'll take you down, they'll take you around a couple of islands that are out off of Salem, and you can check them out. And there's, there's I don't know if people realize it, but there's quite a handful of little islands out there, and it's kind of cool. And there's always the Boston, the Emerald Isles. We right. do that all yep. the time. There's sure. dozens out there, and you can go, if you go to Boston, go into town and go to the waterfront, you can get a pass, and you can visit all of them. Um, you just take one boat and they'll, I mean, you take the, the cruise out and they um, will drop you off at one and you can, they'll let you know when the boat's coming back and you can pick it up and they'll drop you at another one. Oh, and that's great. Yeah, you can kind of make a day out of it. We always go to Spectacle Island nice. and there's um, a couple of forts and stuff out there. It's, it's really, it's fun. Nice. And the other thing you can do is go out and explore your own backyard. There is an event happening on every corner in your community. Trust every us. place, there's a little wild spot. Yep. There are rail trails and hiking trails and bike paths yep. and ponds, uh, ponds and, and all kinds of things. So just get out there and poke around and see what you can see. And if you have a favorite place that you went to as a kid, see if that's still around. Absolutely. That would totally be worth a visit and bring your kids there and say, this is this is where we used to get polywog eggs. This is where we used to look <laughs> for turtles or or down on the beach. This is where we used to look for starfish yeah. and you know, the whole nine yards. Or so maybe just, you were adventurous and you did look for snakes. There you go. Maybe you were the snake person. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> the main idea is to get yourself out into the wild. Yes. Get out there and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Until next time, I'm Chris Stevens. I'm Wendell Waters. Thank you for joining us on Wendell in the Wild. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.